raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time. What it is, ladies and gents. Welcome back to another I Hate the Homies podcast episode. This is episode number 45. I would be Rock Teasy for Sheezy. Hey, what's cracking, y'all? It's Griff, the first homie in 45. I got two for y'all. <laughs> Archie Griffin, the only human being to win two Heisman Trophy winners back-to-back. And... Michael Jordan, when he played for the Birmingham Barons, and then he came back to Chicago as number 45. How about that? Now, I hate the homies. I'll give you that. I'll give you those right there. <laughs> Go ahead, Dave. Why I'm... do you give them that so easy, man? I mean, those are oh, easy. It, you don't do that, Dave. Them is sweet. At least and I was... hate Ohio I, State. I would give you but, Michael Jordan. But he got a, a, an amazing last name, that Archie Griffin dude. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's accurate. At least he's accurate this week, uh, Super Dave. Y'all and this is your boy. Oh, God. Don't do me. <laughs> this don't is your boy, Super Dave. But guess what? We, we don't, don't care. We don't care. <laughs> Let's get right into it, man. So this week, we're going to follow up and touch on uh, NCAA men's Final Four. It is set. And at the time of this episode, uh, the women's Final Four, two are in and two will be in after, after today. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, of course... Uh, we're going to touch on that. Also, the Lakers, former teammate Mario Chalmers of LeBron James, says that nobody really fears LeBron James. Ooh. So we're going to compare fear for LeBron James when you're playing against him versus fear playing against Michael Jordan. You know, it's always going to be a comparison. You know, always. You can't have sports talk without comparing somebody to Something. Michael Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then Cam Newton. Man, he responds to Shannon Sharp calling him a random after after Cam Newton. After called, he said he ain't a random, yeah, or it's a bunch of randoms. It's thirty two random. Yeah, he said how are all these random quarterbacks getting jobs and he ain't got no job. So Shannon was like, "Dude, you a random." So he responded to that. <laughs> that sound like children. You a random? No, you a random? No, you a random? Yeah, exactly, man. We got random on this show too. Yeah, he just spoke. No, bro. <laughs> <laughs> You walked into that one, dog. You walked into that one, man. But uh, we can't, we can't not have another uh, part of this doggone show without HBCU All Star Weekend. Uh, that's gonna be happening April the second, man. The men's Final Four in Houston, Texas. So we'll get into that, break all that down. And I believe Griff, you got an exclusive interview with one of the coaches. Oh uh, man, I'm talking to the the coach, the main coach, the CEO, the founder, uh, Coach Travis Williams. I'm geeked about it. Oh yeah, man, Trav Will in the building. So I hate the homies. About to get ready to get started in three, two, one. Let's go, Ray Duggar. You done messed up, A.A. Ron. Yeah, huh? I've been geeking for this broadcast. Got me in my bag, cause all they do is talk a lot of trash. Wait until I see them face to face off of this podcast. What you gotta say now? Check the facts, don't have a wrong stat. Rock to he a genius as a sport, make Ricky smile, boy. Super Davey Holly come up short on like it's cowboys. Always controversial, grip call up, plays no rehearsal. Got me talking all in circles. Ah, I hate the homies. And Griff be laughing like it's funny. But they never bet no money. They my mans, but they throw me. Ah, I hate the homies. Alright, man, before we get started, we gotta shout out to our amazing partner, McDonald's, man, because this episode of I Hate the Homies is brought to you by McDonald's McCrispy Sandwich. And we'll let you guys know about that here real soon. 
Let's jump right into the final four, man. The men's final four is all the way set right about now. Like, one team is is kind of, you know, we recognize one team. Like, they've been there before. They normally get to the Sweet 16 at least, whatever, in UConn. Yeah. Uh, but there's three other teams. You got to think of the old UConn players, the, the uh, Richard Hamilton and Kemba Walker. And, yes, sir. Uh, uh, a Mecca Okafer. Come on, and y'all. Stop, two stop, of them ain't stop. really do. I ain't, that's all. But I was just gonna say, a Mecca didn't do nothing in the uh, NBA. Rich got him a championship with the Pistons, and uh, Kemba Walker, the the verdict is still out on dude. He had a bad back or something, didn't he? Yeah, he hadn't been the same since that injury, man. Because he was he was like handling his business until that happened. So then uh, he got brittle. It is what it is, man. But the other three teams in the Final Four, like Miami knocking off the number two Texas, getting to the Final Four for the first time in Miami Hurricane men's basketball history. Like, we know they known for football, but I They're a basketball even... team now, dog. Come on, yeah. dog. Their basketball school, I think, is a big deal. But shout out to Texas, who got rid of their coach in the beginning of the year, made it all the way to the Elite Eight. You know what I'm saying? Uh, with a new coach. Uh, interim coach. Interim. Yeah, that, I mean, but it says a lot. Let me tell you something. If I'm an interim coach and I make it to the Elite Eight, talk to me different. You can get that adjective off my name. Man, they, huh. better, they better get that dude that job. They better give him the money they and the it. job. He earned it. Yes, indeed. And then San Diego State is the other I'm team. happy for them. Man, and, and, and Cinderella of Cinderellas, of Florida Owls. Atlantic Ooh. Owls Ooh. in the Ooh. building. Yo, <laughs> I well, uh, the only person I ever even knew that went to San Diego State was uh, your boy that plays for the Clippers right now, New Balance. Uh, what's his name? Oh. Quietly will get you thirty four. Oh, you talking about Kawhi Leonard? Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi. Yes, sir. Yeah, that's the and 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 I think they have been a staple in the West since Kawhi was there. So it's awesome to see where they're at right now, man. But they was playing defense. I watched a bunch of – hey, man, it was a good weekend in basketball, dog. Hey, I'm going to say something, Don't man. oversell that. It was. What do you mean? Don't oversell that. It was a great weekend. I mean, that their game was 50 points, 50, half of 50 or better. But I'm just saying they played good defense going in to that game that got them to the Final Four. I think the best game – from the Sweet 16, well, in, for the whole ter- entire tournament, was the Kansas State-Michigan State game. The game that went in overtime. That was a good game, but you can't say yeah, that. but that, that was yeah, a great – Oh, even Griff, you were think. texting me back and forth on that one. It was a good game. I'm not a oh, hater, not dog. I'm just saying, but where are either one of those teams right now? Don't – let's not live in the past. I'm not, I'm, the past. I'm, I'm not living in the past, but that was a great <laughs> game. You had, you had guys that actually scored in the game. The game went into overtime, and yeah, that kid – well, ain't no kid. He's a grown man because he's about to graduate and probably head to the uh, the NBA. Uh, oh, he going. Mar- Marquez Noel. Yep. 19 assists yeah, he in that Sweet 16 off. game. That was ignorant. Yeah, yeah, that was ignorant. 19 assists. He was distributing. That's, that's 40 points. That's 30, 38. <laughs> 30, 39 points. Nah. I mean, I know the guy's five. What They say he's 5'8", probably 5'7", because you know how we, you know, the short you guys, wanna, we do lie. Want to throw an inch and a half Yeah, we got That's what we do. That's what we do sometimes. <laughs> but I think he can get a job in the NBA. The way, I, yeah. the way he played in this tournament, it's about making your name in the tournament. 
Yeah, he made his said. name in the tournament. Yeah, his that's stock went said. up. His stock went up, man. And so we got San Diego State and Florida Atlantic University versus uh, Miami and UConn. So those are the matchups. Florida Atlantic has the uh, the center, uh, but just like that center that you like for Purdue, they can be stopped. These seven footers or whatever, but they, he was playing good the whole. I watched two of his games. They, I don't. Florida, them owls. I don't know. They scary, dog. They <laughs> scary. Know. A team, oh, no. a team that hadn't won a tournament game, end up winning what four? Yeah. Yep. They're fearless and about to head to the final four. And really, they have a shot. Yeah, they do. But That's- but but and nobody's a, first of all. Four of these teams are Cinderella teams. Like, and nobody not saying Cinderella out loud no more because these teams are dope, dog. It is going to be a great – this San Diego State-Florida uh, Atlantic game is going to be good. But see, I think we'll watch it, but I'm telling you, people like the known. We like to know oh, the, Duke. The U, we like the to U. know U, North Carolina, Kansas, those teams. It's hard to sell people on San Diego State, Florida Atlantic. I'm excited for the Aztecs, dog. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah, West man. Side, cause for reals, them- you can't be mad. You and guess what? Yep, all it shows is small programs with good players can do whatever they want to, and I and I love that about. And I'm and I'm not a basketball fan like I'm a football fan, but I appreciate college basketball, man. These them kids is them. Ooh, the recruiting at San Diego State about to get. Um, what's his name came out of San Diego State? Marshall Falk? Yeah. Yeah, but yeah Marshall Falk came yes, out of sir. San Diego State. Yes, sir. So so who y'all got? That's the final four. Who y'all got winning now? We already Wait know a minute, all, wait a minute. All Let's of our go bra- over all what of we our... said last week. I wrote it down. Well, all of our brackets <laughs> are busted, man. So this is a whole new doggone four new teams. Oh, no. These are, all, yeah, these are the four teams we... I picked. Come but on. we went over, <laughs> over last. Hold what on. I'm talking about? Last one we said... <laughs> Two of us said UCLA, uh, Dave said Gonzaga, uh, and they out of it. Oh, uh, everybody out then, of it. Then we both said Houston, and Dave said Miami. Thank um, you. Uh, both of us said uh, I had Xavier. You two had Texas. Um, everybody, nobody picked UConn. We all had Arkansas. Uh, me and you picked Alabama. Dave had San Diego. Um, but we all picked Tennessee over Florida Atlanta. Yeah. And then we uh two of us picked Michigan State and then they picked K State. Now how so, much how much do we want to believe Griff right now? It's the same guy that throw us the numbers at the beginning of the show. First of all, <laughs> my my gigantic tall friend. Uh <laughs> I don't know if that's I how absurd that. that is. That's how absurd that is. Right. First of all, Andre the uh ungiant. <laughs> Five eight. Five eight. <laughs> no, that's what y'all say on paper. Yeah. We, I'm gonna need a measuring stick the next time <laughs> I'm in there. But we can we can skip last podcast and and like my man said, right now, San Diego State versus Florida Atlantic. I'm going with San I'm going with the Aztecs. Man, I'm going I'm going with Florida Atlantic. I'm going with the Isles, baby. I'm on, I'm Ooh. jumping on the bandwagon right now. Ooh. Dave, who you got? They don't stand a chance if Rock is on there. So I'm going with San Diego State. <laughs> <laughs> okay, two Aztecs, one Al. The U, as I make my hand make that gesture. The U versus UConn's men who already have four championships. This will be their fifth one. Who you got in that? Man, listen, when you can knock off the number one and the number two seed, yep. it's hard to it's hard to bet against Miami. And yeah. now, now here's the deal. Miami can be so high and excited from knocking off the number one, two seeds, 
they can go into this Final Four kind of like not really cruising, but just kind of like, man, we if we can beat them, we can beat anybody and, and, may, and may get clipped. Do I think that's going to happen? No, I'm going with the Hurricanes. Don't do that to those kids, man. I'm also going with the Hurricanes. Dave? You know, I like the Canes because the one thing they can do, they don't rely on a three-point shot. And that's what you see most of these. You watch this tournament. Yeah, them boys throughout. was brick. All threes. <laughs> Every bit of, them boys start breaking it in the house. Man. Let's man. slow down. Let's slow down and make some layups real <laughs> exactly. quick. Exactly. <laughs> Miami plays old school basketball. They get on the inside. They make the two point. I mean, if you if you're missing those threes, they're making those twos. That's how they beat Texas. I want to go with the Canes, but I think UConn with their size and the way they play defense right now, they're the best team left in the tournament. And they will and win that's the championship. What, you got them? Okay. So, I'm saying San Diego versus Miami. Miami wins it all. That would be an amazing freaking story. But I would love – right. The only story right. that would be better than that is Florida Atlantic winning it all. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, let's uh, shift over to the women's Final Four. Uh, it's halfway set at the point of this episode. Uh, Iowa yeah, we, and we LSU. still waiting. Yeah, we still waiting for um, South Carolina and Maryland. That's tonight. Uh, unless – Something crazy happens. The Terrapins should lose that game. And then Virginia Tech uh, versus Ohio State. Yeah, Virginia Tech should win that one right there as well. So, you know, we should have a Virginia Tech-South Carolina finals, which uh, is pretty much the two teams that I have. No, you know what? I had Indiana. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they lost. Who was the, the girl? Them big girls just took them out over the weekend. Indiana got shook, dog. They wasn't supposed to lose that game. But we all agree that South Carolina is going to be the national champions oh, in the, yeah. on the women's Don Staley. side. Yeah. Don Staley and them cut the net again. And yeah. the coach for uh, LSU. Kim Mulkey. Yes. Did yeah. you see what she had on the other day? Yeah, with the feathers, with the oh, pink what, feathers. What was that, man? <laughs> hey, man, she's from Louisiana, man. That's a Cajun thing. Yeah, they, you that know, they. Cajun thing? Yeah. Well, not just a Cajun thing, but it's the whole, uh, what do they do out Mardi there? Mardi Gras? Yeah, it's, yeah. That, it's that thing. It's yeah, that thing. Absolutely. So when she was at the at the press conference, she's sitting there, you know, talking with the media. My wife walks in and sees that. She says, So is that the chair on the side? <laughs> oh <laughs> no, be- that was her outfit. Y'all better stop she talking was, about Kim Morgan. She's one of the greatest of all time. Like, she's great, ain't I'm not I'm just talking about the outfit, man. We can talk about outfits. We did it two <laughs> and weeks don't ago. Don't sleep on LSU. Hey, yeah, don't sleep on it, but man, I think they're gonna finally uh, listen, man. It's it's going to be fun to watch. <laughs> it's going to be got, fun. Iowa got a white girl out there called Caitlin Clark that's killing them. Man. She has a 41-point triple-double. Shooting it from the freaking doggone uh, – Gilligan's Island, but she's been doing that for the last two years, man. I mean, that's her. That's that's what she's known for, man. She got let that me, Steph Curry range, man, doing her thing. So you got to respect her out there. Let me ask you this: And how is your daughter's team in the NIT? Man, they just got beat by uh, in conference rival uh, Columbia. So we knocked Ooh. Columbia out of the NCAA March Madness tournament. Like if they would have beat us, they would have punched their ticket to the, to the, uh, March Madness tournament, but got we it. beat so them. It was payback for Columbia. Oh man. It was going, we got <laughs> down 20 points. They jumped on us and we got down 20 points. We come storming back within two and almost got it, man. And then they got us at the end. So they beat us 71 to 76, I mean, 70, 70, 71. And, uh, but Harmony, my How'd daughter, your, I'm so proud of Yeah, I was about to say, how did she finish in the season and the rankings? I know you and your wife is close and big on that. All that stuff, man. She had 23 points in the game, seven rebounds, like six nice. or seven assists. 
Uh, she was top first team, all Ivy. She finished, oh, good, uh, dog. I think, second or third in scoring, first in, a, in a, uh, uh, what is it? I, I got to get, I get, I don't got all she, the stats, man, she but she was like more? in top five in all categories. In all the categories? In nice. Ivy. Nice. She's a sophomore? What is she? She's a sophomore. She got two more years, man. So, nice. Uh, your daughter is cold. I'm not going to lie Your to daughter you. cold, dog. You know, I, I started looking at other it. YouTubes of her, and I was like, okay. I, I wasn't, I was purposely not looking at the ones you were sending us because I was like, oh, he a father. Yeah, oh, exactly. Let me, what I said. let me let me see what the commentator's saying. I heard one game a commentator was like, "Ooh, Turner, Turner." <laughs> you and Crystal should be very proud of Harmony. Oh, yes. And should Harmony be proud of her father? No. <laughs> I was waiting for it, dog. <laughs> yeah, it no. was too easy of a setup. She's seen dog. his was... picks. She's seen his picks. <laughs> It's yeah, nothing right. to be proud of. That's right. I picked Harvard women to get this deep into the doggone NIT. So it is yeah, what it yeah, is. Yeah. You took your daughter out, too. Like you've taken all these other schools out. <laughs> <laughs> They're just kids, Rock. They're just kids. Hey, man, I'm in proud daddy mode. So it is what it is. We ready for next year. So Straight I, t- I tell her, enjoy the moment and then go go look, go hug and love on your teammates and, and tell them that you're proud of them as well. So. That's what we do. So one of LeBron James's former teammates, Mario Chalmers, believes that nobody has fear to play against Bron. <laughs> and, and then he compared it to how people used to be fearful to play against Michael Jordan. So we're going to ask the question, man, you know, is it is it fair to com- continue to compare LeBron and Michael Jordan and should players fear LeBron because players, players fear Jordan? We're going to give you our thoughts and opinions on that as well. So that's coming up next. All right, so before we get into this doggone uh, Mario Chalmers and LeBron and all this stuff, man. Let's say this episode is of I Hate the Homies is brought to you by our friends and homies, McDonald's McCrispy Sandwich. It's the same crispy chicken sandwich you love. Rename McCrispy to let the world know it's reached iconic menu status and it's here to stay. Can you say the word iconic again? Because it's really that. It is an iconic sandwich. Iconic. <laughs> The McCrispy has the same pickles, that buttery bun you love. Y'all like that? The same silver bag and the, you know, the crispy crumbs at the bottom? That's the best part, the bro. Yeah. It's just a level up with a new name and an amazing new flavor. Man. Bacon and Ranch have entered the chat. Introducing the Bacon Ranch McCrispy. Now, that's your favorite, right, Super Dave? That's my favorite. Yeah, dog. Let's go back to the crispy uh, crumbs at the bottom, man, because <laughs> people, you don't disrespect those crispy crumbs at the bottom. They're important. Save it for the end, because you can literally take a spoon and scoop them up and just enjoy it like you having a bowl of cereal, dog, on it. Man, if you thought the McCrispy was buzzing, Wait until you get a taste of it. So pull up on a McCrispy and the new Bacon Ranch McCrispy at your local participating Mickey D's today. Bacon and Ranch available for a limited time only. Raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participating McDonald's for a limited time.
All right, so let's get back into this uh, Mario Chalmers situation, man. So he's one of LeBron James' former teammates. They played together with the Miami Heat. Won two championships mm-hmm. with LeBron. Absolutely. Yep. Or LeBron helped him win two championships in Miami. I haven't heard his name since those championships, but go ahead. <laughs> hey, man. He, he says, quote, nobody fears Bron. Nobody's like, damn, I got to go play against Bron tonight. Nobody said that. I don't know why, but I seen people be scared when they actually line up to him, but they not scared thinking about that matchup. You hear anybody mm. from the era that talk about going against Michael Jordan? There's a fear. So when you have people that fear a player, then that tells you something different about them. So let's get straight to the point, man. I'll, I'll start. Mario, you you 36. You the, you the best thing that came out of Anchorage, Alaska. Uh, and you would almost not be because that boy Duke, that boy from Duke, what was his name, Rock? Uh, from Anchorage, Alaska, uh, light skinned. He was he was sweet. He was the assassin, the Anchorage assassin or something. Ooh. Anyway, oh, yeah. I'm gonna pull it up. Mario, stop trying to get online again. You got two rings. Uh, I know you're trying to make everybody remember you again, dog. But it's over, Mario. Stop it. Stop it right now. And he's you're just trying to make LeBron say something. And he's backtracking, backtracking his statement now about what he said. I don't think he should. I think I think we all know because we've seen from the past former players in the NBA of Michael Jordan's era have even expressed that they had fear of going against this guy each and every single night. The only one I could name that didn't have any fear that wanted to go toe to toe with Michael Jordan is who? Russell. No, Kobe Bryant. No, Kobe. You remember Kobe wanted that. Kobe wanted that. He wanted he that. He didn't understand he, he, he why people feared nobody Michael else. Jordan. Right. Well, exactly. Let's, let's not forget about Utah Jazz Russell. Now he the one that said, "Hey, I'm guarding Jordan." Back in them eras when they was going at it in the yeah, playoffs, but, he's like, "I'm not." Even though Jordan got the best of him most of the time, but we don't know how he was at night in his in his own house in his own room. And he, was he sweating, <laughs> thinking about Michael Jordan? Yes, he was. And you know who else wasn't afraid of the cover, Michael? Who? The glove. The, Gary Payton. I was about to say. Gary Payton was, was like, say. let's go. <laughs> Shoot, man. I mean, but oh. I, I don't think you can really. Man, listen. It's not fair to compare. You any- scared to go against LeBron? Don't do it. Don't do it. You you Ooh. you hate that your kids is going to like LeBron more than they like you. Whoever got to go against them, don't downplay him. He's a problem. Absolutely. He, he, he's a proper problem. And anybody who's, uh, of course, you a man, so you not put, you ain't supposed to be scared of nothing. And you in the league, and he put on his shorts the same way, blah, blah, blah. You, it's some fear in the back of your head. Well, homie. see, I don't you, know. I, I, I disagree with I, you. On I, that. Yeah, man. I, really? I, don't know if I, I don't know if I can agree with that, dog. Because, yeah, look, no. listen, people it, respect LeBron James, but I don't think people fear LeBron James. Listen, I'm well, like, he's older now. Don't do him like that. You, no, you back have then. Oh, okay. Go ahead, Rob. It, it's not. It's not. We're not. I'm not disrespecting LeBron. I'm not no. disrespecting Jordan either. I'm just. I, I, I'm in a mindset, and I teach my kids this, man. Listen, if you're going to play sports, and you want to compete on a high level. You cannot fear nobody. You got to put the fear into your opponent. Because if you step on any court, any field, and you already intimidated about the person that you're about to play, you've already lost. So I don't care if the person is better than you. I don't care if the person gets the best of you. That don't mean that you should go into it already beat mentally. With your tail between your legs. So it's not a point. I'm not disrespecting none of the players, none of the greats, LeBron, Jordan, anybody. But I'm like, listen, I don't think you should fear 
go out there and compete and show them that you're better than them. But and God, if you're not, then okay. But you, guys, you got to tip your hat, shake your hand, and say, hey, you beat me tonight. It is what it is, and keep it moving. I'll be back next time. But I understand what you're saying, but guys have said that they did hear Jordan. They did probably say it when they were playing Jordan, but after they the definitely fact, said it after they retired exactly, in them documentaries. They said they feared <laughs> Michael Jordan. Right. And that's fine. Yeah. I mean, you have guys, You, I mean, and the fear is, you know, this guy has an incredible game. And his mindset is to go out and kill you. Yep. And to go out and dominate you. It ain't that many players in the NBA. LeBron is nowhere close. I'm not downing him. People respect LeBron. But Michael is on a different planet. He's a different kind of problem. And I think the only person that came close to what Jordan was is Kobe Bryant. What person was that? Kobe Bryant. That's it. I can't even disagree with that. I can't disagree with that. It's those two players that love basketball, and I'm not talking, I'm not down to anybody else, but they went out and say, I want to put your, take your heart out, cut your heart out, put it on a stick, and watch you look at your own heart. That's what they did every single night. And And they had motivation to beat teams and beat players every single night. You don't have that in the NBA right now. Not like that. Yeah, not like that. I mean, you got some dogs in the NBA. Got some dogs. But, like, you, you like, like even Giannis Antetokounmpo, like, he just ain't got that. He, he, he no, a dog. No, you ain't scared of him. But you ain't you scared just know of him. He got, yeah, you know. He's he, a hell of a player. Gotta, yeah. He's a hell of yeah, a player. You got to respect that part, but you ain't going, I don't know what I'm going to do against Giannis. <laughs> it was MJ. And that's why I hate that Mario's backing away from it, but he's taking heat from, from players that's playing now, like Draymond Green, Tristan Thompson. They dogging him out right now. But I think his statement is true. I would have said the same thing. I didn't play with LeBron. But the whole point is, the person that I know I've heard people say, and I watch Michael Jordan play, I watch LeBron play, people fear Michael Jordan. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They definitely. They and you better have. And you, and you would have wanted to. <laughs> yeah, that dude, that dude was in the, he was in the heads of his opponent like, like, like no other, like he like found behind, reasons like, to like, play better against you. Yeah, he made yeah. up stuff. Yeah, so he could play each and every night. And these guys yeah. now are, to, are taking time off during the NBA season. They get three or four games off, not hurt. Man, come on, man. Player management. We can be on. A, we we can go to a whole other episode talking about that. That part we gotta of the talk game. To, we got to talk to Michael Jordan one day, man. Yeah, we got to get we him on our gotta, homies, man. And we got to not talk to him. Who was you? We we got to really chop it up with him, man. But, oh, and that player I was talking about, the Alaskan assassin, Trey John Langdon. Trey Remember him? John Langdon. And then peep this. Where, did, yeah, what happened I, to I'm him? about to tell you what happened to him. He's now the GM of the New Orleans Pelicans. Look at you. How about that? Come on, man. That's research. That's kind of research I'm talking it. about. Because he, he, <laughs> hey, he was Damn. a dog in college. Why can't and we get this at the beginning of the show? Why can't we get this at the beginning of the show? I said Archie Griffin and Michael Jordan when he came back from playing baseball. Grow up. <laughs> 45. Right, dog. <laughs> so, why are you yelling? Why you, you so mad, Barack Obama. How about that? There you go. Listen <laughs> him. So, on that note, man, it's understood. We, we, as we're going to continue to always debate, Jordan is on this whole island and then it's everybody else, including LeBron James. Do we agree or disagree with that? And then, and Barack was 44. That means, oh, man, that means Barack, move on, please. Bye-bye. Right. Take it somewhere <laughs> maybe, maybe Super Dave is right. <laughs> Did you say 45? So I that's, said 45 that's with a straight face. I know, I know. <laughs> 
I didn't even catch it the first time, dog. I know. <laughs> me neither. And then I thought about it. I was like, 45, 45. No, we ain't like doesn't 45. know when to stop. I gave him a compliment. He didn't know how to accept that. He, he wanted to go home. You're a comedian. You should know when to get off the stage, dog. Get off. Thank you. Enjoy the meal. <laughs> All right, so let's talk about uh, Cam Newton. And uh, he calling a whole bunch of quarterbacks in the NFL that has jobs currently, randoms, and he want to know why they still getting jobs and he ain't. Then Shannon Sharp pretty much said, listen, bro, you a random. That's why you ain't got a job. And, uh, of course, Cam going to respond to that as well. So we're going to get at that next. Raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time. Cam, <clears throat> it's 2023. You one of them randoms. <laughs> I hate to break it to him, Skip. Yeah. The last time Cam Newton won a game was 2020. The last time he passed for 3,000 yards in a season was 2018. Mm. The last time he started every game in a season was 2017. Mm. The last time he started a playoff game was 2017. The last time he made the Pro Bowl was 2015. Cam is basing everything on what he once was. I don't know if Cam has looked that fan from 2020 and 2021, but he wasn't good. Mm-hmm. I don't know who's in his ear. I don't know. Because, Skip, I'm going to keep it 100 with you with you and, the, and everybody that's watching and Cam. And him. Cam, you hadn't been good for a very long time, bro. Mm-hmm. And all you do is put down, well, how these randoms? I'm going to tell you something. They probably not telling you in your circle. That's how the league looks at you now. You're one of them randoms. Mm-hmm. You want to go wow. first, uh, Super Dave? <laughs> <laughs> Everything, and I'm not a... I'm not a huge Shannon Sharp fan, but everything he said, he broke everything down for you. It's really nothing to reply to because that's the same thing that he said, I agree with. Cam wants to be a starter in the NFL. If he has a shot to be anything, it's a backup. I remember seeing him in New England. He couldn't play for Bill Belichick. Then he went back to the place where they let him go, which was Carolina. And he looked bad in 2021. At some point, you got to sit up here and say, it's over. It is over. Unless you accept the role of being a backup. That's what you are if you get a chance to play in the NFL. You're not a starter anymore. We've seen bad football. And I, I can name other quarterbacks in the NFL that have been bad. But we're talking about Cam Newton right now. He is not a starter. And I'm telling you right now, he still sees himself as a starter. And if I'm a GM, I don't touch this guy. I don't bring this guy in because he's not, he's not part of reality. He's not dealing with reality. He, he's lost it. He saw what he did in 20, 2020 and 2021. It's over for Cam unless he wants to be a backup and hold that clipboard. And there's another, well, there's another piece to add to this, and then I'll let you, let you throw your sauce on there, Griff. Okay. Everything you said I, and everything Shannon said, I 100% agree. And then you got this other part, the locker room piece. Just because Cam does believe that he's a starter, what kind of teammate will he be if he is? Because don't second nobody or third? want no cancer, dog. Yeah. If he is the second or the third string, is he going to just really accept that role and be a great mentor if it's a younger quarterback? Or just, just sit there like, like, you know who's the best backup, in my opinion, just from afar looking in? Is uh, uh, Fitzgerald, Jameis Winston, 
and then he got his spot <laughs> yeah. to be a starter. He's going to yep. go back to be a backup. But, yep. you know, that's that's how you do it. If he can come in and do that, then as a coach or a GM, okay, come on, Cam, come be my third-string quarterback and uh-huh. continue to work. And move up. And, and you never know what could happen. And you never – somebody might blow their ACL, second play of uh, spring training. Yeah. Right. Now, so so I, I wouldn't go so far as what Dave said and say I wouldn't touch him, but if he is willing to humble himself and, and, and come in go. as that's a – word. That's that if word. And yep. come in – And some and, people don't say humble with an H. They say humble. Humble, exactly. <laughs> no H. <laughs> What's the worst right. Humble way? yourself, homie. I don't, I don't care. It's, it's, it's understood both ways. There it Cam is. need to humble, humble. He need to humble, 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 humble himself. All but, I said, I, but I said don't touch him as a starter. Right. Okay. Yeah, so, I know. So if no, you're starter, right. Yeah, so if he can accept that role as a backup, then okay, cool. I'll definitely bring him in. Let's go. And if you start Look. tripping, you got to go, dog. E- even, Michael, so. even Michael Vick, you think about what coming, you know, when he had the dog incident and then went to jail, came back, played for Philly was a starting quarterback, at some point he had to accept the role of being what? A backup. A backup. Yeah. And I think but he Cam, knew it, though. He wasn't delusional. He wasn't going on podcasts and going out loud. He just wanted to be where he was again. But he knew he had to work for it. He knew he had to earn the fans' respect. And he, and he had a plan for himself. So I don't want to compare Mike Vick to Cam Newton, but I will say this. I'm looking at all 32 quarterbacks. Now, I'm going to skip the, skip the, skip the, skip the. He's definitely better than Davis Mills with the Houston, with Houston. Um, he's definitely better than Andy Dalton. Um, he's definitely better than Jacoby Brissett. Mm-hmm. And he's definitely better than Kenny Pickett. So, out of 32, he's definitely better and could start at four of those positions. I, so, can, I don't think it's start? over. Wait a minute, dog. Yeah. Back up. I think he could. I think he could start over Kenny Pickett, no. Jacoby Brissett, no. Andy Dalton. Grill. Absolutely. Come on, did dog? Who is Davis Mills? Who is he? Listen. Who is Davis Mills, listen, dog? Listen. I would say Davis I Mills, I, dog. Here's what. Listen. You're going by the name of Cam Newton. I, Cam listen, Newton had I'll his take name Kobe, back in the day. Go I'll ahead, take Rob. Jacoby Brissett all day long over yes. Cam Newton right now. Yeah. Now, as far as the other players, wow. as far as the other quarterbacks you mentioned, I, I would put I would put Cam Newton on their level. Like he's just as, he's no different than yeah, those other quarterbacks. That's what I'm saying. He's no. Hey, but no, you, Mills, you said you said he was better. I'm not gonna go so far. Cam and say Newton he's better. is definitely better than Davis Mills. He's dog. about to at this point. This goes back okay. to what Shannon Sharp said. Now, those are kind of random quarterbacks that just happen to be but starting am, on teams I'm that ain't got quarterbacks. 20, I'm bringing up 2015, Cam. You right. Come on, man. You got to be problem. honest with it. <laughs> I'm and saying right. go Wait, back right. to 2021 when he got a chance to play for Carolina again. And and he messed it you up. You remember that? Uh, absolutely. Because you don't want to remember that, right? Look. Because yeah, it's hard to – it was hard to watch him go back to where they started him, and he was the MVP, and he took him to the Super Bowl, exactly. and then he let down the whole fan base. So, uh, oh, oh, Cam. Oh, no, Cam. 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 Oh, Cam. <laughs> Cam. So, look, we root for Cam, and we hope he does get a job, get, get him on somebody's roster. But, man, just – 
listen, nothing wrong with Cam believing in himself. You always want to bet on yourself. So I don't have a problem with what he's saying. He better than Davis Mills, though. I don't know, dog. Say, I don't know. Say that, Let's just go ahead and move on to something else. Yeah, I think he's better. <laughs> I think he better than Davis. Don't do him like that, though. <laughs> real. You getting Kenny lost Pinkett, in the name. He better That's the than problem. Kenny Pinkett, though. Well, hey, dog. You getting lost in the know. name. That's the problem. I call it like I see it, bro. I'm, you getting, like calls, you getting lost in Cam Newton's name. I'm a little biased because yeah. my son was Cam's fullback for two years at Westlake. I sat next to Cam's dad most Fridays. I know his little brother. I know his mama. Uh, I'm a, I've am I've known Cam since he was a little boy. So get out and, your feelings, dog. I'm going to definitely get out my feelings, but I would like to end it with this. He better he better than Kenny Pickett. If you were a GM, <laughs> if you were a GM on a football team, if right I'm now, a GM, I wouldn't no. pick him to start nothing because of no. his attitude. Number one, but I'm just saying, if are we talking about are we talking about pure athleticism? Because he's been a problem with that since he was a child. Dog. So let me tell you what I would do with Cam Newton: put him at tight end. Let's go play some basketball. I mean, some ba- uh, some football. But he ain't gonna do that. He ain't gonna do that. No, you know, he was the one who said he the one who told the NFL, everybody keep hitting me. Shoot, man. Uh, Cam sir? may make a actually pretty dope tight end <laughs> when you think about it, dog. No, he don't he dog, somebody gonna hit Cam in his chest. <laughs> Coming across one of these young linebackers out of Georgia who hate Auburn anyway. Look, I'm gonna no, say dog. this. I'm gonna say this and we're gonna keep it moving, man. And I'm not disrespecting Cam. I'm root I root for Cam. I really hope he gets Me on somebody's roster. But I would go sign Ryan Fitzpatrick and bring him out of retirement before I sign Uh-oh. Cam Newton. I'm just gonna keep it real, dog. I have to agree with it. I gotta give. I gotta give it a what? I know. I really have to. <laughs> I'm not on that Cam Newton bandwagon like you are, Griff. I mean, I didn't get a chance to sit with his father <laughs> and talk to his mother <laughs> and hold up a sign that you, yeah. cheers for Cam Newton yeah, like you're doing now. And the homie Griff got a chance to sit down with Travis L. Williams, who is the actual founder and CEO of HBCU All-Stars LLC. He's the brother with the vision to put this on, man. So, Griff, it's on you, big dog. Raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time. Hey, guys, I told you all I'm excited to talk to Coach Williams, uh, Coach Travis L. Williams with the HBCU All-Stars. Coach, now, I've known you from Georgia State. Uh, Your publicist just reminded me this morning, you done came a long way since then. Wow, man, I'm telling you, man, been knowing you. That's what I was telling her. I'm like, man, man, Grip, we go way back, man, in the grind. So truly, truly excited, man, from back in the days of our relationship to where we are now, brother. Happy to join your show, man. Excited. Thank you for having me. So April 2nd, not only is everybody going to be in Dallas or Houston, should I say, for uh, March Madness, but you have just put together the first HBCU All-Star. You the founder. I'm looking at the, man, tell me about your passion for this. And I really want to know, you got time on this interview. Tell me when you thought about it, how long did it take, and how long did it get? I mean, you on CBS and Paramount Plus, dog. That means next year is going to be all the sponsorship, and next year is going, like, dog, I know this your baby. (laughs) 
God, man, I think you hit it on the head. God is a God-driven vision that was launched in October 2019 after successful 17-year college basketball career. So God placed this vision in my spirit and said, you getting ready to do something to change the objective of our HBCUs and have an opportunity to celebrate the best of black college basketball at the highest level. And so I've been on both sides. So like I said, when you and I started a long, long time ago, I was coaching at Georgia State University. And so I've been on both sides, the PWI side and also the HBCU side. Eight of my 17 years of coaching were at HBCU. So I'm proud to say, I got an opportunity to slide over in that head coaching seat at Tennessee State University in Fort yes, Bay. I've kind of seen it all. And so in October 2019, during the 2020 um, Final Four that was scheduled to be at Mercedes-Benz, and of course, we were a few weeks out from hosting the first ever HBCU All-Star Game on the HBCU campus at that time, Morehouse College. And of course, the pandemic hit, brother. And as you know, it shut our world down and of just course. the dynamics of everything. But I take it back to when I when God placed this vision in my spirit. I had to go to my wife and say, hey, God placed this vision in my spirit. This is what we're going to do. Uh, we're going to make some personal, professional, and financial sacrifices. And so my wife said, listen, I've been with you. I'm ride or die. And so that's what we set aside is that have a loving, supporting, and caring wife at the house to really support this vision on that level, both personal and professional. So, and like I said, three, you know, we might when everything started opening back up in 2021, the Indianapolis pandemic. And so too many restrictions for us to do it in Indianapolis. And as you mentioned, to signing a great partnership with CBS Sports, man, unheard of, unheard, unheard of. of, homie. And I'm talking about a great partnership, just not no DEI, you know, put your stamp and all that stuff. 110% bought into the and what we were doing. And so we made history, Griff. In April 2022, Final Four weekend in New Orleans, the first ever HBCU All-Star game ever during college basketball weekend, Final Four weekend, we hosted the first ever HBCU All-Star game in April 2022. And I'm telling you, now we are less than six days, six days as we speak, to hosting the first ever HBCU All-Star game here in Houston. As you can see, I'm here at Texas Southern University on that Yeah. In six days, this will be the first ever HBCU All-Star game hosted on the HBCU campus during Final wow. Four weekend in Houston with the best in black college basketball, an opportunity to celebrate us on the highest and grandest level. So, man, it's, it's all God. You ask, it's all God, God, God. I am just being obedient, brother. I, I let me just first say shout out to your uh, supporting wife um, as creatives and entertainers and as a coach, um, you live the same entertainer life because you could coach a whole season. Then as soon as it's over, you already recruiting. You already looking. So it ain't never over. And then you got that wife that's like this dude in basketball. But to to change your trajectory of just not being a coach. But being around and seeing partnerships with uh, television stations and seeing how you can. So let me ask you this first. I don't know if anybody asked you this. This year is at TSU. <coughs> Excuse me. Will it be a traveling show to different schools in the next five years? So let me, I'm glad you asked that question. And, and that's the unique thing about this. This is Final Four weekend. Wherever the Final Four go, we go. Think about it. 
New Got Orleans it. this year, Houston this year, Phoenix year three, yep. San Antonio year four, Indianapolis year five. Huge. You know, to get a platform like this, and let me just take it back even, even further. So during the 22-23 basketball season, we had 66 of the top players in black college basketball on our initial watch list from the MEAC, from the SWAC, from the CIAA, SIAC, our three independents, Tennessee State, North Carolina NT, and Hampton because they play in the PWIs. So 49 participating HBCUs, 66 of the top players in black college basketball, a week and a half ago, we announced the top 24 players. So this is huge in itself because we get an opportunity not only to be a part of the, the college basketball biggest weekend with those other Final Four teams, we get to have a presence because of our partnership with CBS Sports. Woo! We're inclusive of a lot of things that they're doing. And so that's why this is important to our culture and important but to make sure like – and just to kick it. We're one day before the men's national championship say game. So we're in between that Saturday game, which we would take our guys because of our relationship with the NCA. Oh, they get to they get to go to yeah, the game. Take our guys to the game, Grip. Take them to a let experience. Come on, man. I'm gonna throw this in here. Last year, April 2022 in New Orleans, we're in a suite. Magic Johnson gets the word that the HBCU All-Stars at the game. Magic Johnson comes to our suite. And wow. every player, every person in there speaks to him. That wow. Big time love for us. Not even 30 minutes later, Grip, Jamie Foxx get the word that we're there. Jamie Foxx come through and show us love. And that's what it's about because, you know, we're going to support our, as much as we want our HBCUs to win a national championship before our lifetime. We hope it happens. But the reality, if it doesn't happen, this is our championship. Exactly. Come on. This is a combination of all that hard work and effort that all our teams put in. And, and check this out. It's team Dr. Dick Barnett. I was about to ask you about the coaches. Team Willis Reed, you know, for us, the team, because we recognize our legendary players, you know, um, much love and respect to Willis Reed, you know, passing away. But that's, we want to be able to show love for our HBCU legendary players that paved the way in our HBCUs, as well as their illustrious NBA careers. You know, Kenny Blakeney the head coach of Howard University. I was going to ask you about that. These, these, these coach of the years, like, yeah, speak oh, on them. This is good. Yep. Yeah. Kenneth Blakeney, who would represent, he ended up winning our Ben Job HBCU All-Stars National Division I Coach of the Year. Good. Jay Butler, representative Jerry Johnson, legendary coach Jerry Johnson, longtime coach that was at Lamar Owens College. Jay Butler, the head coach at Virginia Union, end up winning our HBCU All-Stars National Division II Coach of the Year. You know, and so we got Benji Taylor as assistant coach, represent Tuskegee University. And so Jay Butler will represent the assistant coach uh, also. And so we got Dante Jackson, the head coach at Gramlin State University. Come on, baby. And you know, it, it, it's really fitting because he's representing Gramlin State University and he's coaching Team Willis Reed. Man, is that powerful? It's beautiful. That's hard, man, that's beautiful. And so we have Team Dr. Dr. Dick Barnett versus Team Willis Reed, you know, Kenny Blayton and Benji Taylor versus Dante Jackson and Jay Butler. And so those guys are excited uh, to represent our brand of basketball at the highest level and show that our brand of basketball matters in all of college sports. What, what I love about this coach is uh, I'm getting chills 
just thinking about your partnership when I when Latoria sent me your publicist, who's a great friend of mine as well. When she sent it out to me, I was like, oh, they already got CBS and Paramount Plus. Like for, for people who don't know um, partnershiping and and what you're doing. So for me to ask, is this going to be at all the, you know, the HBCUs and you like Griff, it's going to be at the final four in the championship weekends like uh, it, it, it gives me chills because now you got two reasons to go to that city. But with us, our reason never changed because we can't not be black. So I'm just thinking about how you about to do it big, like All-Star Weekend everywhere where they come in on Wednesday. You know what I'm saying? The, the parties start on Thursday. But how huge is that? I'm thinking about your merchandising. I'm already... <laughs> I'm like, oh man, the merchandise is gonna be crazy. Here we go. Here we I go. see you. <laughs> yeah, you got everybody. The MEAC, the swag, the CIAA, like that's all us. So who wouldn't want to wear that proudly when yeah. you go to see a North Carolina and a Duke and an Indiana or something? Man, I'm about us and our show. I hate the homies and Radio One. We congratulate us on a daily and coach i just want to say man uh i'm excited for because it's in its infancy stages still with the partnerships with the merchandise and with dog three years is man <laughs> let me just say when can we do a comedy show during the weekend that's what hey, i hey. need to know that's what i'm talking about baby hey hey that's all hey hey let's keep adding these components like you mentioned they come in wins we bring our guys in wednesday and so let me let me put in perspective. You know, when the NCAA Final Four teams come here, they have their four participating schools. They ride yeah. around in their NCAA sponsor buses and all this other stuff through the city of Houston, one of the top media markets. I didn't want to give our guys any less service, Griff. Straight up. So we went out and did the same. They got us a customized HBCU All-Stars bus. Come on! Through the city. I want I got when we pick them up from the airport Wednesday, they're gonna walk outside and see this bus like, whoa, game change. We want our guys to know that. That's how much we value what we do. Straight up. And so not even that group, check this out. This is the HBCU All-Stars Championship ring. Each one of the players last year got these rings. Every year, the 2023 players will get these rings as well because it's our championship. That's how, we, it's a, it, that's how we value this, being able to celebrate on this grand stage. And now we get an opportunity to do it on HBCU campus. Woo! One day before the men's national championship game, woo! On us, prime time CB, and this the kicker, girl. You know, you into this, 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 the business. Now we doing college game day. We have, we have college game day, college game lead day leading into it. So the game starts at three. We got an hour pregame show leading into it, and so for you, I'm gonna let you, I'm gonna allow you to put it in perspective so folks understand the magnitude of of what this means for our culture and supporting it. You know is uh, I'm going to let you go, Coach. I, I just want to say this. Man, God bless your vision, dog. God bless your vision because this is bigger than you. And when you have to do something that's bigger than you and you the trailblazer for it, it's no help. So God bless your thoughts, your imagination, your creativity, the people that's around you supporting you because this is 
humong giant, my guy. I'm so happy for you, dog. Um, thank you for being on I Hate the Homies podcast. Whatever you need from Get Up Mornings with Erica Campbell or Ricky Smiley, just let us know, and we will continue this. And I, and we and next year we there. We're not yes, gonna sir. just be talking. I hate the homies. Is gonna be yeah. right there, and yeah. it's gonna be perfect. Uh, and, and and anybody else you want to shout out real quick, dog? Yeah, I just want to hey, first of all take Latora. My PR has done an amazing job here, based in Houston and Atlanta. Just really pushing it to the forefront. Just like having this in, this interview here. Just all our corporate partners and our staff. You know, like I said, this is a total team effort because, as you mentioned, it's a God-driven vision, man. Everybody wins in this. You know, we do free college admissions fair. We're doing a lot of community outreach and gaming. Griff, I am, we're doing a pro day combine prior to the all-star game where we're inviting NBA teams here on Friday prior to the game. Because as you know, they're already here for the final four. So we're doing a pro day combine. We hired so they can the see the boys. Exactly. We hired the same company that does the NBA combine in Chicago. We hired the same company to come do it for our guys because we know how important it is because we don't get those guys on our HBCU campus. There's no excuse now. We're making it easy for you. Come here. We're having a pro day combine. We're doing all the measurements, and then we're going to let them play in front of you. And so that's how we it's, – it's, hey, I'm going to leave you with this, man. We call it the ear and or. HBCU All-Stars is a black-owned sports marketing events and media company in Atlanta. Ear and or exposure, access, recognition, opportunities, resources, and results. That's what we're about. We want to be able to provide for our students. And when we say our students, hardworking, talented, ambitious students, student athletes, and very deserving students and student athletes, and some of our brilliant coaches, as you know, don't get the shine. Whether or not they want to stay in the HBCUs, we don't get those opportunities that our other colleagues get. So I'm fighting for everybody. Yeah, you are. Everybody. Everybody wins in this. Ladies and gentlemen, the the trailblazer, the visionary, uh, and a good friend, I hate the homies, Coach Travis Williams, who is is past coach now, but every student you meet for the rest of your life, who was he gonna just call you coach. So we gonna call you coach too. Coach, uh, have an amazing weekend, my friend, and I'm gonna see you real soon. Thank you, brother. Appreciate you, man. Stay blessed. Hey, this is Travis Williams, HBCU All-Stars. I hate the homies. Oh, there it is. I'm excited, man. Y'all know me, man. I'm I'm real big supporter of all HBCUs. I already know. I'm sure you got an HBCU hat on right now. Don't he, Super Dave? Yes. Boom. You already you know. Tattoo. <laughs> HBCU, <laughs> no. <laughs> go follow HBCU, know anywhere on social media if you ain't got nothing else to do. But, man, great interview, big dog. Glad you got to sit down with him. Uh, H-Town is going to be fire for the Final Four. And then Ooh. the women are going to be in Dallas. So Texas is going to be crazy. The women's Final Four is yeah. in Dallas the same weekend, man. So uh, let's get it popping, man. Kid, how the kids said, Texas is going to be lit. <laughs> lit. <laughs> like a lamp. Indeed, man. So on that note, continue to tell a friend to tell a friend to listen and watch I Hate the Homies podcast. Anywhere you get your podcast, YouTube, all that good stuff, man. Rock Teasy is who I be. It's your boy Griff, the first homie, and I hate the homies. 44. That's the president I like. 44. This is your boy Super Dave. If one week we can get past the number, I'd be okay. But you know what? Guess what? 
We don't, don't care. care. And quit talking so soft, man. <laughs> you, on, you, on, you up here with some grown homies. Quit talking so soft, man. Uh, that was very unsexy, dog. Yeah, I hate man. it. I'm, I'm, out, I'm leaving now. Yeah. Ray Dugger! Holla! <laughs> ah, I hate the homies. Raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time.